And we're live. And we're live. Where are we, Ben? What's up, guys? Welcome to... Well, where are we? We're at Francomanca. <laughs> ben, and, ben and Tom, I have it. We had four pizzas because it was five pounds for a pizza. It was fucking grilly. <laughs> Last day of January. You've got to get the yeah. five pound pizzas. Yeah. Anyway, what about this episode? What did we discuss in this episode? Um, I, it, was a, it was a two-parter, wasn't it? So I hope this is probably on the first one. Max is going to have a field day editing this. The, um, I think the, the main headline news is that the, uh, the website's launched, guys, uh, therockzone.com. Uh, go check it out. Um, loads of photos up on there now from Manchester, the Manchester race. Yes. Which, which leads, is, yes. Which is the topic of this, uh, of this beautiful segue right there, right? Uh, the topic of this episode. So we're recapping Manchester, talking about how the races went, uh, a few injuries, I think a bit of vomit in there as well, actually. Um, shield bugs as well. Yeah, shield bugs. There was a, a minute, yeah. You, you'll find out about that one. That was good. Anyway, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, Tom, would you like another beer? I think I would, you know. It's the 31st of January. Technically, we're still on dry Jan, but you know what? Fuck it. Um, yeah, what else do we discuss? I think that's pretty much it. I'm just keen for a beer. Nice one. Yeah, All right. Rocks in. Rocks in. <laughs> you try to say I've got a problem? <laughs> no. How's dry, how's dry Jan going? Pretty dry right now. Is it? I broke it. Yeah, one. mate. Did you? Yeah, I broke it. What did you do? I had a couple of drinks on Sas- on Friday night. On Friday night, it was Fair a enough, um, man. yeah. I, c- I can give you. It was it was it was with um, a group of people that would be difficult to not drink with. Um, so all of our friends. No, because there I find actually it's yeah. Anyway, you know all of them. You know all of them. You've you've <laughs> yeah, had yeah, some yeah. interesting nights out with those people that I went out with on Friday. Um, but that's <laughs> a story no for another time. Say no Regardless. More. Okay. Episode number 40. 40. 40. Yeah, it's a big 40. Uh, that's wicked. 40. Wow. That's 40 weeks of content being pushed through your ears and our ears, out of our mouths and into other people's ears. Anyway, episode 40, <laughs> Manchester. Um, Manny on the map. Was Manny, did Manny get put on the map? I guess that's my first question. Well, I think Manny was supposed to be put on the map in May when the World Championships Oh, are. yeah, this shit, because that's what This was just a warm-up. This was like we've penciled it on the map, but we're not quite ready to put yeah. it in ink. We, start, we went around putting posters up saying, like, get your hashtags ready for a couple months' time. We're doing all the planning, all the scoping, mate, for the, uh, the worlds. The world Can't champs. Um, and, and anyway... Well, how was how was Manchester, boys? I am obviously speaking from uh, the lens of somebody who wasn't there, but um, keen to keen to think to see about your experiences and how it compares. I think firstly to Manchester last year because that was the first race that you went to, Ben. No, yeah, I mean that, that was my uh, my rite of passage, I guess. No, like my sort of birthing into the High Rocks world. A lot of people we've had on the pod have talked about like their first experience of High Rocks, whether that's through a PFT, through a um a, an actual event volunteering or just by being bombarded by it on social media and um yeah manchester last year really captured my attention and this year it did not disappoint i thought it was incredible how so what how does it come what what's the because the venue is maybe it's just quick run up run down on the venue because the venue is is sick yeah the, i mean it's inside a what's it called a train station what the hell's that max Sorry, what are you trying to do, Max? Um, you may have, Ben and Tom might have been slightly alarmed by my incredible reaction um, there, uh, or scared reaction, I should say. There's a huge bug that just crawled onto my desk, and I was showing that to the 
Lovely. Um, it was super pixelated. I thought you were trying to like hold up a message like SOS, like being yeah. at gunpoint or something. Like, what's don't talk on? about the venue. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. So the the venue is um, this old train station, I believe, um, and it is the only venue in the UK, at least, that has any kind of real character. I'm going to say, um, mm. maybe. Um, until we get to Kensington Olympia in London, at least. Yeah, um, that suppose... is, that's going to be the one. That's what Christian was mentioning. He was actually drawing parallels at this race between the design of the architecture in Manchester and Kensington Olympia itself. It's got two very similar sort of uh, train halls. Um, that uh, It's an exhibition centre, but same sort of vibe, but we'll get the same natural light. So London's going to have just as good photos as Manchester has. Well, it's good because every other venue you have, unless they specifically put a little um, bit of information underneath it saying this is High Rocks uh, Las Vegas or High Rocks Munich, you have no clue where it is because yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. in mm. nondescript convention centres, right? But Manchester is very iconic in that it has this huge clock interface on either side. Is it on either side? I think it's on both sides, right? Um, the, so the like picture a big rectangle and then um on either sides of the the short ends um there's like a fucking out this bugs just come back um sorry <laughs> i'm trying to i'm happy the bugs rescued that segment because so you're describing a room yeah, with a clock it, yeah, yeah perfect timing because i was about to drift <laughs> off there ben how does the how does the race layout compare to what it was like last year like are there oh, more, so, are there I mean, more athletes year... or what sorry what athletes were there like more athletes this time around? Like, has it has the race vent layout changed at all? I I actually don't know the figures off the, my top of my head for the amount of athletes at this one, but I do. I did actually three thousand catch... six hundred is what I heard while I was racing round. Okay, three thousand six hundred. I went out later with a camera and was speaking to some of the head judges, and they. I was like, "Oh, how's your day?" And they said, "Oh, it's been actually really good, really manageable. They decreased the amount of people in the waves this time," is what he said. Uh, but that's mm. anecdotal. I, I don't know the actual number. Um, but it was. It, he's a liar. <laughs> he's a true liar. Um, it was. Uh, it was incredible. The uh, the atmosphere, like same amount of people, but very different layout to what it was last year. So last year we had the rock zone um, snake through the middle of the exercises, mm. which almost introduced like a crossing point when you came into the hall, and then like divided the two sort of halves of the hall in half. Um, I do remember last year there was a lot of water, a lot of running, a lot of sort of chaos at those intersections. True, Whereas it was very this one... slippy in the rock zone, right? Because there was a mm, lot of water yeah. spillage. Yeah, I remember that. Mm. And then this year they've kind of, I, in my opinion, they kind of streamlined it a bit. Like they've put, the layout feels very um, instinctive, I'd say this time around. Like I did hmm. not get as confused at all when I came in and out of the rock zone. I th felt the signalling in this place was really clear. Um and it was mainly because when you came in the rock zone, you literally looked left and right. There was no like weird, janky like offsets or like things you had to look around. Like for example, in Frankfurt, you had like the Burpee Broad jump, jump track in a straight line, and then the exercises on the right. And I found that this was a much easier layout to understand when you're in that sort of compromised state. Yes, yes. Um, and in, on on top of that, I'm not sure we necessarily paid attention to it, but my friend Scott, who I raced with, who was a race newbie, certainly noticed this. Mm. On the floor, in chalk, they had written large numbers, one to eight, uh, which pointed either left or right, which meant if you walked in, 
uh, to the rock zone through the in tunnel and you didn't quite know what exercise was where you just looked at the floor and it said one is left or seven is right um, which was a little bit of additional help and then on top yeah. of that so, sorry I think they actually they had that in Birmingham if you remember but it was very sort of like someone had just done it like they just whereas in like freehand and then in Manchester it looked like they had stencils this time Oh. You notice that, like the arrows had stencils on them, the numbers had stencils, as if they'd like, they were like, oh, that's a really good addition from Birmingham. Let's like make this a thing going forward. Oh, interesting. Well, I, I didn't even notice it in Birmingham. So, I mm, mean, so obviously wasn't, it obviously wasn't very well done in Birmingham then. I mean, I noticed in Birmingham, I still mixed up four and five. So there you go. Oh, dear. Well, quite, go quite possibly. Ben, I, go. <laughs> that was hilarious. Throw, throw back to Handgate. Um, well, uh, Handgate, yeah. yeah. The, it's not the, my fault. It's not my fault. It's your <laughs> fault. Uh, you were all saying five. <laughs> anyway. Uh, bad workman blazing his tools. Um, I am the tool. So back to the chalk. Uh, they also had it along the sled push and sled pull lanes in particular, I think, because what you see quite a lot is someone's pushed the sled or pulled the sled has a little bit of like brain fog um, because mm. they've just done this like really, really challenging thing and then like spins around in circles because judges are saying, go this way, go this way. And they don't understand what the direction is, but there's clear arrows pointing you towards the little funnel that you then go through to get mm. back into the rock zone and then back out. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was a nice addition. I, I like that. Um, mm. I think you're right though, that, that I just quickly touching on that fog moment of when you pop up after the sled push and have to spin. I still find it pretty hard. Like even to like in the last race just now, I was like shouting at the guy, like, which way is it? Which way is it? Like, maybe it's me just not point like figuring out my exit strategy whilst I'm exercising. But do you notice well, no, there's like is, no signage it, on it? It is hard because you're doing four laps back and forth. So the the first challenge is mm. to do the right amount of links, which I think people still mess up. Mm. And then you're popping up on hmm. what the same side for the sled push, right? Because you'll end back where you started, but sled pull, you'll be no, you'd also be on the yeah. See, I'm I'm getting yeah, confused even, just thinking even. about this as <laughs> like a, a sane a sane functioning max right now. So um, that was definitely just a little a little bit of help. Wouldn't have cost them the world. Nice mm. addition. I'd I'd rate that. Um, uh, Four how many out bugs of, out of how many out, bugs uh this bug i'm still staring at it he's, he's also lost his leg which i can see which makes <laughs> him like even more janky when crawling how towards me um anyway <laughs> i really want to ask about this bug but go on no it's, it's right big. it's a big old bug tom please continue so this is if i'm not mistaken the first race of 2022-23 season where both of you two entered doubles. So there's no singles competition for, for either of you this time mm. around. Um, and this is your first doubles, Ben, if I'm not mistaken. This is your first is. time going, uh, n yeah, no, no, no flying solo. So I'm keen to hear how your doubles experiences were. I think with newbie, newbie races, both of you. So give me, give me, how are your races? I want to know how, how your races went. What were your times? Give me, give me the lowdown. Oh, it was wicked. It was so nice to actually share the track with someone. I was um, privileged enough to race with a very good friend and colleague of mine, Emma. Um, and yeah, we absolutely had like loads of fun with it. Um, came in at one hour 17. Um, so a little bit slower nice. than I wanted to. I wanted to like hit the one hour 15 mark. Like that was my like 
my gold place one that we set as an intention and um it was just it was so nice to to have someone to share the exercises with in particular the burpees uh for me so what, I yeah feel like what was her what were, what were her what were her strength areas her strengths like? were like the running and just about everything. She was pretty good at everything. I think she struggled a little bit with the heavier weight exercises because yeah. she was she's like half the size of me. Um, but that meant that I could soak up a little bit more of the row with the longer levers, soak up a little bit more of the push. Uh, but yeah, it's not it wasn't weighted either way. She she carried me just as much as I carried her. Um, but yeah, it was really good fun, actually. But I. I think, um, like, how did you get on with, before we get into, like, describing what it's like to race at, as doubles, how did you get on with uh, Scott, Max? Scott A. So Scott A um, might well have been the furthest traveler for this event, having come from Saudi Arabia. <laughs> so props to him for, for making the journey um, from the desert to uh, the cold north. Um, the unfortunately, north. the cold north gave him a bit of a, a, bit of a cold um, which is oh, understandable yes. if you're coming from hot, uh, not tropical climates, but hot, hot climates, I guess, um, to, to very cold and frosty UK. Um, yeah, I think he told me after we'd raced um, on Wednesday, Thursday, he wasn't confident he was actually going to be able to race because he was not in a good way. And I spoke to him on the phone and uh Boy, oh boy, he did not sound good. Um, but then Friday rolled around. We took the train up from London to Manchester. Um, he pumped himself full of uh, paracetamol to try and get him, you know, functioning again. And uh, yeah, then we woke up very early on, on Saturday, which was 7 a.m., would you believe? Like, who works out at that time? Jesus Christ. Um, I mean, we all used to get up at 7am to go to school, so it's not actually that early in in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, but I'm a working man now. Saturday is sacred. I don't get up at 7am. God. Mate, your, uh, sa- your Saturday is sacred for golf, and that alone. like Yes, and sometimes high rocks. Um, so, got up at 7am, which f- for me is way too early. Um, I chowed down on some potato cakes, which I can recommend to anyone as a great pre-workout, pre-workout, pre-race food Mm. and as we know and we won't dive into much detail i've had stomach problems in previous races so um yes that worked so can recommend that um anyway so we got got to the venue and i think the adrenaline just kind of kicked in and took over so so scott was okay but um he he wasn't at his best which was a shame because he's a really really fit guy but um it, it it wasn't it wasn't his day. It wasn't. It wasn't meant to be. We still finished. We still came in at one, one oh seven thirty five or something. So not not the worst time at all. But I think he was a bit annoyed at himself because he knew he could have pushed harder. But um, hmm. I think honestly, I, I was doing a little bit more of the work, which is understandable. I'm the I'm the race veteran. He was a bit, bit um, yeah, under the weather. And this is also a perfect time for me to say. Hyrox is a sport like any other. Sometimes you have good days, sometimes you have bad days. Yeah. The cards were stacked against him in this instance. And yeah, it, it, it wasn't meant to be. Poor Scotty. Poor Scotty. I feel Did like he had that sound bite prepared. It sounded very yeah, co- it feels, cohesive, didn't it? Feels, it? Yeah, mm. it feels yeah. as though you, you've been, you, you and Scott like rehearsed that one. Although he wasn't, he's obviously... Yeah, obviously it was like a press release that went out about it. your race. Mm. 
Mm. Did I, you I ask can... ChatGPT to create to create it for you? <laughs> um, no, uh, I I did that all by myself. Would you believe? So um, I would also like to release my second soundbite at this locate at this at this time, if that's okay. Please do release away. Okay, thank you. Um, so how was my doubles experience, Tom? I'm glad you asked. Um, it wasn't. <laughs> It wasn't, wasn't the greatest for me, having spoken about Scotty. I've not actually mentioned how my race went. Um, in my opinion, the racetrack and the, the whole kind of experience was unfortunately way, way, way too busy. There was too many people out on the running track, which I credit mainly to the fact that there was three laps you needed to complete to get a K in and not two which meant there was a smaller kind of running area and it was more congested, especially during a doubles race. And the reason I mention this, um, and perhaps would explain why I have a bit of a gripe against this, is I got out of um, the rock zone and started my second run. And because Scotty and I were on the on the faster front, I want to say, um, we were kind of weaving in and out of uh, a few people and I got caught behind a gentleman and God forbid I'd slow down and kind of, you know, take my time to go left or right. Um, no, I kind of just wanted to keep going, keep going. And that resulted in me rolling over my ankle and hitting the floor so hard on that like cold concrete, like, yeah convention center hall and i heard loads of gasps behind me because i just saw this dude stack it on the floor um and i felt something funny in my ankle there and i the first thought that went round my head was like please don't let this be something serious please 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 um i got up ran a little bit my ankle was fucking hurting but it was kind of okay then my next thought was please don't let me have to abandon Scotty, please let me be able to complete this race. What wait, what 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 mm. what lap was this? What lap number? Um I think it was lap Two. one on the second run. So it was Jeez, very so like early really early on as well. That's really so early that's in the race. Stinker. Um but uh the rest of the race then kind of continued, it kind of blocked out the pain a little bit. It then resurfaced a lot in the lunges because obviously you're pushing mm. off with single legs. Um, that wasn't great and um, yeah, completed yeah. the race it was you, okay you're you're to just to wind back though like you hurt yourself but I don't think you need to you can't skip over your sled push like the time that you did that in what did what oh yeah did I saw that, that you boys I, 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 I was because I was watching I think Ben I was I tracked you when you were racing but Max mm. you were a bit early for me to be tracking so I was having a light in <laughs> but um but i saw your sled push time and you put you put in some like you know one and a half minutes or something insane interesting interesting it didn't, let me check it let me dig it out carry on carry on because i want to okay, get yeah, it out sorry okay. sorry interrupting yeah. your flow keep going um well that that was pretty much the end of the story actually um i then woke up this morning and my ankle was swollen to the size of a fucking elephant essentially and i sent you a picture <laughs> And, it looks um, like a boiled egg, mate. It's quite funny. It, it's yeah, funny. It's fat. You've got a canker right now. You've got a canker. Canker. And I can still walk on it. It's, it's okay. But I'm, I'm going to be honest, chaps. Um, I'm not sure if Glasgow's in the, 
in the cards right now. No. Dun, dun, dun. No. Bruh. It's two, so that means there's going to be so. so two out of the three rock zone. There'll be two out of three rock zoners potentially not competing. Then, bruh, it could, we could just be coming to watch you, Ben. That's it, bruh, bruh. I mean, I'd love that, but at the same time, like, I, I, you I mean, have a one's team. fallen. Like, does this is this an omen? I don't want to be next. Oh yeah, well no, it can't be. It can't be. You won't well, well, be We've had an ankle, we've had so, a knee. What, what would be Ben's injury? A shoulder, maybe? He, like, pops it out on the sled pull? Oh, mate, could you imagine? Maybe like, a... during a wall ball, like, ah! Oh! <laughs> and then having to do it, like, one-handed, <laughs> like a basketball. Unse <laughs> <laughs> in the club. Like, I've been training for this my whole uni career. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. I think it could be, maybe it could be a head, a head injury. Could see you, like, a bit Fuck tall off. for some of the... <laughs> You got well. You got a big head, and also, yeah, you're a tall man. So maybe you could, you know, maybe you run it, run, run into something on the on the wall ball like you know structure, or maybe Donk, something comes like proper back Mickey Mouse you. style. Yeah, it's a big target. Anyway, the um, <laughs> sled push, Max. Your time. You okay? So you're, you're talking about this from my from my. I'm sensing that you're a bit disappointed. First off, this is the fastest doubles time you've done. Although it is only 30 seconds quicker than before. Like that's the fast double time any of us have ever put together. So congrats. Secondly, you fucked your ankle. Scotty was ill at, as ill out was ass. You still ranked seventh in your age group. Um, oh, really? And yeah, seventh. And your sled push was one minute, 23 seconds. So that's pretty fucking fast. What, what place did they come on sled push? Uh, 24 overall. Wow. Hmm. Out of however many one. people that are doing it, yeah. so you guys smashed the sled push, um, and your was run that total our best was, exercise. Yeah, ranked. Actually, no, you're. That's interesting. Oh yeah, no. So sled push, you were twenty fourth. The second best exercise, if we can call it that, was was your rock zone time. You were twenty fifth on rock zone time. So wow. you made up good ground. Only three minutes twenty seven seconds in the rock mm. zone. And your running time was 40 minutes and 11 seconds. Mm. So pretty consistent, like, five-minute pacing there. Can I segue nicely into Tom? Can you have a look at his first run time versus his second run time? Uh, yeah, or, well, actually, your second run time is a, is a mulligan because that's yeah. when you hurt yourself. So okay, right. Maybe... This isn't, this is, I don't know if it's... I don't know if we're talking about the same... We might be talking about different races here because your first run time, you posted five minutes, 31 seconds, Max. Your second run time... Where you injured yourself, four minutes twenty six seconds. <laughs> yes. And your there third run it. time, five minutes and three seconds. So, ironically, your fastest run time in the whole race, okay, was the second one, which is the one you got injured on. What? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> How has that happened? I don't know. Look, that every other hard. every other run was was slower than your second run, which is the fastest one. Are you That's sure? Crazy. Are you yeah, best run lap. 426. <laughs> you tell him well, there Portis, we go. bro. There we go. Roll your ankle. Ray, roll your ankle every lap. I was so infuriated at the guy that made me trip. I was I was hunting him down. <laughs> pacing after him. <laughs> you were like, do you see what you made me do? <laughs> he was actually very very kind and apologized, mm. but I, I wasn't I wasn't having any of it at the time. I was like, oh, you've ruined my race. <laughs> it's not oh, your really? fault at all, but somehow I need to have an outlet at least. So he was apologising profusely, and I just ignored him. So if you are listening, um, it's okay, mate. Um, I don't <laughs> we yeah, all, public yeah. apology served. <laughs> In the heat of um, the moment, we all, yeah, exactly. So on that topic of the run laps, though, I just wanted to point out that for everyone listening as well, is um, 
I I mean, my first run lap was six minutes. And I was like, why is yeah. that a lot slower than I thought? And thinking back, of course, it well, it I found it a little bit harder first time racing doubles in terms of like navigating the field. But uh, mm. with the congestion, um, different mindset. That's not that's something for me to work on. But the um, it's three and a half laps for the first one. And then three uh. laps for everyone after. So there's there's still a bit of like juice to soak up there. So I, for anyone out there that's seen their race and was like, why why has that happened? It's it's not. It's so not on you. Can you the, explain, the same distance overall is the same. Can you explain what you mean when you say there's still a bit of juice to soak up there? Um, let me rewind in my it's head. One of to Ben's like classic idioms tape. where he says, so, where he um, the "There's a still a bit of juice." Like if imagine if your time was juice. And you could soak some of it out, and I don't know, maybe you'd save it for later. Or what sort of juice? Spend it, it in the warbles. What sort of juice? Uh, I'm thinking orange. It's been orange yeah. in my head. Um, I've been editing the photos from the event this morning, and like that, like yellow is turning to orange in some of the, some of the tings. So yeah, on trend. What was your juiciest exercise? Would you say I've got your time up here now, quickly, Ben? Uh, what would Ooh. you say your juiciest uh, exercise was? As in your 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 paciest? The paciest. Uh, well, like I think the the quickest exercise for anyone is always the farmer's carry. Um, and, and and where you ranked best? Oh, ranked best. Um, I have no idea. I'm gonna go for the row. I thought you were gonna say you I are... have no idea. I am going for a beer. Try <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Trajan> over. <laughs> You are incorrect. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was sandbag lunges. You was guys, it? yeah, you got you posted two minutes forty five second uh, seconds. So you ranked seventeenth overall. Us, Tom, how did Ben get on? Ben did very well, or was it Emma? We don't have know. Have you seen the? Have you seen um, that board game, Poetry for Neanderthals, where you can only speak in set one syllables? Ah, well, I am a Neanderthal, as we realised when we had the photo taken at the Neanderthal Museum in Germany. So yeah, on I, Mason weekend. I, I do very well at Neanderthal uh, poetry <laughs> and rhyming. We, so, so yeah, you, you, you posted Sandbag Lunges 17th. You were a that minute, felt you were really more good, than a, you were a minute faster than Max and, Max and, um, uh, really? than Max we, and Scott, yeah. Do you know the, the our Sandbag Lunges, we did... Um, Emma took a length, I took a length, Emma took a length, uh, and then I took a length. So we did the four lengths, but we just didn't stop. It was just like no stutter steps, just like bang, 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 switch, oh, bang, 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 switch. It was great. Like, just felt really clean on that as well. And the interesting thing was the the rule around having to pass the bag over, can't pass it forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she's obviously a lot... Well, for everyone that has is listening to this who has no idea how tall Emma is, um, she's um, I don't half the size height, of Ben. So she's half the size of me. Ben. So like so she's, lifting so that. She's three foot two inches, or three foot one. <laughs> Oompa, loompa, uh, no, she's not that short. She's not that short. It's just, it's just relative. That's all. Um, but I was just going to make the point of like mixed matching heights. Uh, it, it's weird hiding the sandbag over, but it's definitely doable. Well, it'd, it'd be easy for, for you to her, I imagine, but the other way around, she's doing a wall ball every time she's having to put the sand I, back on your... I, I just, like, grabbed it off her shoulders, so I had to, like, almost, like, couldn't get underneath it. I had to, like, anyway, in the weeds. Takeaways. 
Ben, I'm more curious to hear about this. What have you learned from your doubles experience or mixed doubles experience that you're going to take into your next, your future races? Oof, woof. Um, from the, from racing doubles, I think I've learned, um, learned not a lot from the race like to be honest <laughs> i'm just gonna say it like i really uh, i really enjoyed that one but what i have learned from um manchester in particular is that i f- like i thought okay doubles i'll take my take my foot off the gas a little bit in training like still doing all the workouts but not exactly getting the right foods in getting the right right asleep um yeah. and i think like this has really lit that fire again for okay now it's time to get the training going like heat that up i felt like i slipped a bit even though i'm very happy with the time i know there was juice there more to soak up more um, OJ. so so uh, get that OJ. soak up that juice eat them for breakfast um the so i think that for me it's like right i've got some more fuel going into glasgow going into the rest of the season so yeah okay fine so you've used it as a motivational piece yeah nothing yeah, else. yeah yeah fine okay interesting what did you learn max so the this might sound a little arrogant, um, but uh, I thought I was a little bit too fast for the doubles heats, um, perhaps, which is why I was struggling so much with the weaving in and out of um, the the running. I think because we were on the faster side, I really struggled getting through a lot of people and there was I I was shoving and not shoving but I I did clip a few people um which wasn't a great thing I don't I don't like barging people out of the way so I think um perhaps something that I've learned and perhaps might also suggest to other people is maybe leave the doubles divisions for those people who perhaps aren't as fit or willing enough to take on the solo races and and leave those spots for people getting into the sport um that that might be something there i'm 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 not going to die on that hill necessarily if if you if you are fit and you race doubles we can still be friends i'm not going to (laughs) not going to shun you um or maybe shunt you over yeah (laughs) hunt you down if you trip me up yeah um (laughs) But that, I, I, I honestly don't mean that in an arrogant way, but I, I, I did think because we were faster, there was so much traffic to get through. And it's also just a shame for everyone else. Like, I, I don't think it's the nicest feeling to have, like, a shirtless, sweaty man, like, barge past you um, and shout left um, every every two seconds. I think, I've, I, I mean, I saw a bit of it as well when I was running doubles. And I was even guilty of being in the way at one point and... The dude was like, uh, hey, big man, on the left. And I was like, oh, shit, moved out of the way. And he was like, thanks, and kept going. And that was nice. Then that very same person I then saw, he was a, he's basically a pro, like one of the celebrity guys. And he, I won't name him, but he, uh, him and this guy had a little scuffle on the course. Like pushing what? each other, like no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop yeah, yeah, yeah. it, a little scuffle, and then then that drama. Is not like, part of the no, no it's not way. part of the high that is shocking. Yeah, it's not what you encourage. Shocking then, behavior. Um, but it, like put it this way, I'm blowing it out for to make it sensational. But they then scooted off a bit and were like slapping their ass, being like catches up, ha ha, and it was oh, all like okay, banter. Fine. So, but at so the there time were no fisticuffs, like, no fisticuffs, no fisticuffs, no. just a little bit of like, mate, fucking get out of my way, like, uh, like big, really? big dick energy. Like, I mean, it's sport; Indeed. you're always going to get that. Um, it's just like 
that's not what Hyrox is known for. Hyrox is accessible, um, and hmm. even if it is like on race day, pressures are high. Like for me, it was like, oh, that person is someone people should look to. So maybe shouldn't have done that. But oh well. Um, well, that that begs that could, that begs the question in my mind: is is the Manchester venue just too small then? So this would be my takeaway. I think, um, unfortunately, the sport has outgrown this venue, perhaps. Um, Do you think? And, so I, I actually sent a text to um, our beloved podfather, hallowed be thy name, um, and he said, and perhaps suggested, maybe make Manchester a two-day event. Um, so you spread yeah. out the yeah, yeah. congestion a little bit. Because I mean I'm speaking from this from a from a double standpoint who also didn't have the nicest race so take take what I say with a pinch of salt of course um, I'm not sure what it was like for the singles necessarily Ben you can't comment on that either so we don't really have that opinion on this podcast um, but I think again looking at the size of the warm up area it was way too small like again. Don't make the warm-up zone an afterthought. Come on, guys. Like, it needs to be a bit bigger. And on that note, actually, um, Scott and I went outside the venue and did laps round the actual building to warm up. I saw you do this. Really? I saw you do this. So Emma turned to me and was like, no, Ma- uh, Tom, who Emma's boyfriend, turned to me and was like, was that Max? Like, And he saw you dart past the window. I was like, no, 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 he's warming up. He's warming up. And he was like, no, that's Max. Kept going round. And I was like, really? oh, shit. And I was like, I can't wait for him to bring this up on the pod. Yeah. And now it's that moment. <laughs> it's, it's the time. It's come around. Yeah. So um, we've we've written an article about this excellent time to to plug um, mm. the 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 rockzone.com and the fabulous pieces of written content that you can indulge in on there. Um, the warm-up area, I've, uh, I've, I've written a piece on it, and, and one of the things I point out is that there's no um, running machines in there. Um, so they have, they have everything else. Um, might I add, sometimes just the one implement. So there's one set of kettlebells and one oh, sandbag yeah, lodge. Of, Please, sir, oh. can I have some more? No, one and done. That's it. That's all you get. Hmm. Um, they did put a tiny bit of carpet in there, which was quite interesting. I think Ben wants to talk about that in a second, though. But I'll just finish my running piece. Um, that normally I can find like a little loop in the venue to, to run around in, but it was too busy. There, there was no chance I was going to run. And I just looked at Scott and said, dude, come with me. Because um, I was kind of, you know, taking him by the hand, showing him how to, to get ready for this. I still think it's incredibly important to run up uh, sorry warm up your legs by just getting some blood through them just doing doing a little bit of running maybe like a k something like that just just at a gentle pace yeah. and i did that outside um because there was just no space otherwise um which worked very nicely um but it is a bit of a shame i i i will say that um it it, it, it should be looked at but ben please mm. tell us about the slather of carpet they had I, I just wanted to say that if this is the case or not i think we should take credit for it as a podcast we 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 were very like ahead of the times with our investing of journalism saying that the Europeans bring carpet for people to stretch on and we should do the same and I'm happy that we've brought that to the community so you can thank <laughs> us for that um the um to wind back a bit I think there's loads of stuff that you've touched on that we can we can elaborate on there as well but the the track um when Emma and I were running after the race we looked back at our runs and we were thinking how like it did feel a little bit crowded 
what would happen if you were to reverse the lanes? So fast find out outsword. what Ben's answer to that is in part two of this show. Dun, 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 dun. Nice. Nice smooth transition, cutting Ben off mid-sentence. <laughs> um, yes, we're, we're, going to, we're going to take a, a quick breather there and release this in a two-parter, I reckon. What do you think, chaps? Yeah, yeah, I've still got loads to talk about. Yeah. Nice, nice. I've got, like, buckets of the shit. Okay. Buckets, mate. Okay, tune in next week for buckets of Ben shit. Buckets, <laughs> no, of, buckets of juice, mate. Buckets of juice. Buckets of Ben's OJ. Okay, well, let's, uh, let's rock zone it out temporarily. Three, okay. two, one. Rock zone out. Rock zone out. Rock zone out. Why did you say how that? Do you, how do you say rock zone out in Mancunian? Rock zone out, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>